Do you buy your thumb medicine? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb medicine? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast, the weekly challenge podcast, the best weekly challenge podcast on the East Coast. And I'm one of your hosts, Dustin. Hey, what's up? And I'm the other one, Ryan. It's been a minute. It's been three weeks. It's been three weeks. We we might as well just tell you right now. It's been a spooktober to remember, people. Spooktober. So scary. We had some scares the we last did. few we weeks. We both had scares. That really spooked us so much that we could not make our show. You know what's scarier than hunting for ghosts? Reality. Reality is scary. Reality, man. Nobody could write it this spooky. You guys want to know what happened? Guess what happened? So I go up to Athens uh, two weeks ago. I go to your house, Dustin, because we are going to do this week's challenge, the Pumpkin Cannibal Challenge. The Pumpkin Cannibal Challenge. The Pumpkin Head Challenge. The 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 pumpkin challenge in this spooktober special so we were like we had a whole month of spooktober things to do and we're like let's start off with the pumpkin head cannibal challenge there's nothing scarier than putting a pumpkin on your head eating pumpkin pie drinking pumpkin spice latte what could be more frightening i don't know why i'm being so southern i just i've had two high lives um so i go up to athens uh, I get to your house. We're having a good time. You show me the yard. You show me the the new fire pit. You show me the new putting green. Uh, you show me the new uh, hot tub. You show me the new harem. Showed you showed you the me new the zip line. Zip line. You showed roller me the coaster. New, uh, 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 what was that? That trampoline room you have? Yeah, it's called the bunga bunga room. And if you jump high enough, you can get to the chocolate cake. Uh, what like plaza? The well, attic. Okay. It's the chocolate cake attic. All right. Well. Yeah, I guess I'm making it fancier than it really is. He's kind of making things up. Let's let's talk. So you're at the house. We're about to record, and you get a phone call. I get a phone. We set up the whole like little mobile recording unit. Yeah, we're like ready to go. We've we've like got our facts ready. We're ready to to start the challenge. We're gonna go to the store. We're gonna go buy pumpkins. We've got a whole thing going on, and I get a call from Courtney that Rosie has thrown up blood. She's distraught. The dog is vomiting blood. So not a good not thing. A, that's not what you want to hear. No. So I'm like, oh, shit. Bleeding from the nose because you bonked yourself. That makes sense. No. Bleeding from a cut on your knee. That makes sense. Blood in your vomit. You're going to be concerned about that. You got to go to a doctor. And the day before she had kind of had this like heavy heaving thing going on. Rosie, the dog. So I was like, I weighed my options. Right. So I can go home and do nothing. Like, I know going home is not going to help. Courtney's going to take the dog to the vet. Yeah. And then that's where it's going to happen. Yeah. And I could stay here and make our dumb show together. Um, but worst case scenario is my dog dies and I stayed to record a podcast. Yeah. Best case scenario is my dog has to go to the hospital and I just don't go help. Yeah. So get back. <laughs> load the everything best, back the into the car. The best case scenario still puts you in the dog house. Yeah. Oh, oh. So we load everything back in the car. I drive back to Athens. The dog is fine. Um, she just like had allergies and it made her like cough and the coughing popped a little blood vessel and the blood vest, the blood in her belly made her puke it up. We got an x-ray. We did the whole thing. $700 later and a, and a day of recording lost. She's dog healthy. is fine. Hey, don't worry about it. Dustin we will catch you next week 
Next Monday, you come to Atlanta. I'm a little busy with work. Yep. You come to Atlanta. We'll do a record. So next Monday comes, and Dustin. And then I'm having old dog problems. My sweet little dog, Luma, she's almost 13. She starts having these like strange gagging fits and hackings and like retchings, dry heaves that bring her to her knees like she or she does she i guess a dog has knees right they gotta have knees does his, but they got she, hands she goes from standing she starts Do retching. You call dogs front paws their hands yeah yeah their hands and the dog luma just is hacking gagging and it takes her to the ground like i'm scared she's Ugh. gonna pass out I'm scared she's gonna whatever so we go to the vet another week of recording loss where i'm thinking like my old dog is this is signs of congenital heart failure or something like that. Like I was thinking the worst, you know, old dogs have problems. And I think the relation to Rosie's sickness kind of created some bleed over effect, bleed over effect. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice of words there. And I was just scared and I'm thinking of my poor dog. So I was starting to like lay on the ground with my dog for way too long and like getting cozy and kind of saying my last goodbyes. And, and gave her all those McDonald's cheeseburgers. No, I stopped. We've stopped the McDonald's cheeseburgers. Um, and she eats garden burgers now. Oh. Yeah. But went to the vet and they were like, we have no idea. We don't really know why. I had I had video of this retching stuff going on. She luckily or she chose to not retch in front of the vets because I'm sure she's smart. She's like, oh, I'm at the vet's office. I got to be super tough because if I show any weakness here, they stab me with needles and all this stuff. Yeah, like, I'm, fine. Gotta, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Get I'm me good. out of here. I'm a good dog. And of course. Like they send me home with some meds and she gets home and she's retching again. She's like, <laughs> like trying to get stuff up, but nothing's coming up. She's allergic to the cat. Maybe we've had the cat for like six years. Yeah. Five years. It's finally catching up with you. Maybe, but we got medicines and so far, I guess she's okay. She's on, Doggy allergy medicine, they thought. I think you can just give a dog a normal... We looked it up. You can just give a dog like the cheap Kroger Claritin. Oh, Claritin? What about Benadryl? Well, if you want your dog to have some... Have Be some fucking cool, dude. Fucking dude. Like, I want dog. I want a cool Get dog, lifted. dude. Get lifted. I want this dog to stay, man. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know you could give a dog Claritin. Well, yeah, uh, so now Rosie, after her thing, is just taking a daily... Because we went to the vet, and they gave her a $60 shot for allergies uh, a couple months ago. Uh. I guess that wore off, and now she's just taking a, cl- like a little cheap Claritin. It costs like nothing. The same amount you give to a human? Yeah, those little, the little blue one. You see, I got here on the table. I've oh. got the blue pills and the green pills. I used to take the blue pills, but my vet t- made me start eating the green pills. Okay. Whether the green pills are like Zyrtec-y. Or, yeah. And then there's the orange pills. You yeah. guys know allergy pills. There's the blue kinds, the green kinds, and the orange kinds. <laughs> there are. I know, yeah. Like, they're called like, generics. But like even like the name brands are those colors, and then the yeah. generics keep mm-hmm. the same colors. Mm-hmm. Word. Yep. We yep. understand. Everybody gets it. Bendril is pink. That's the sleepy kind. Uh, Dustin, guess what time it is? Pumpkin head time? Nope. It's It's time. For interesting facts. It's time for interesting facts. It is time.
Interesting facts. Wait. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you enjoyed interesting facts a little too much. No, it's it's just like gonna give it to It's like Jay Z. Yeah, it's like it's hip hop. It's cool. The kids are into it. Dustin, uh, this week's challenge is the pumpkin head challenge yeah. in which we had to cut a hole in the bottom of a pumpkin, yep. put it on our head, uh, drink pumpkin spice latte, and eat pumpkin pie. Yep. Um, we decided to split up the responsibilities for interesting facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we have pumpkin head cannibal, yeah. uh, I think you should take pumpkin head and I will take cannibal. Fair enough? Sounds good. Um, starting with the pumpkin heads? Yeah. Okay. So pumpkin heads require one thing. Pumpkins. That's it. And most humans do have a head that are still living. Ninety percent. I want to talk to you specifically about the pumpkin and how it got involved in this American Halloween tradition. Which do you do you know where it, it of kind like of the jack o' lantern? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm thinking about how it started, I'm thinking uh, pumpkins seem American to me. Mm-hmm. Pumpkins seem like an American, like all gourds, for some reason, seem like North American. In the cornucopia, you're thinking of Thanksgiving. You're thinking of the poor idiots on the Mayflower starving and the Native Americans bringing gourds. Yeah. Do, and I don't know, I don't know the answer to this, but it just doesn't feel like gourds and squash and those kinds of things are native to Europe. I know that you've got like sweet potatoes, like yams in Africa. And I don't know about Asia. It kind of seems like maybe there's squash or something like that in Asia, but I don't know. But North and South America seem like they're crucial gourd places. Halloween, a fall holiday. It's just the crop that's available during during the season. Is that right? Like, what is it? Well, I, I can tell. I don't know if I can answer your question specifically about like where gourds are did, native to. Yeah, where it's native to. Like, I, I would assume, I think it's that pumpkins were a American, like a North American vegetable. But the the use of of these pumpkins, they go from the Irish. Like they start with the Irish and the celebration of Halloween or All Hallows Evening. Gourds are native to North America. Yeah, okay. I so Google. I, the internet science page told me that. Nice. So this is where th- those two facts cross, where the Irish... Their original Halloween festivities were derived from a pagan festival of Samhain, where they honored the end of the harvest and the beginning of the winter on October 31st, but they would carve turnips in Ireland. Okay, kind of a little shitty yeah. potato, uh, rutabaga thing. Yeah. So, Samhain is just the name Samhain. of this. Samhain. Yeah. It's not like... It's not, it's like not a, Samhain. It's not a first, last name situation. Yeah, like... I, I, is there a country music artist named Sam Hain? Hey, my name's Sam Hain. I'm a pagan ritual festival. Hey. One, two, three. Uh. Uh. So the Irish would actually carve uh, turnips. And it happened um, that when they got to America... Were they carving that, like just the outside or were they like hollowing them out and putting a candle in there? Yeah, they were carving them. Not They, they weren't putting lantern or Halloween. The lantern thing they is, weren't, is new. They okay. weren't doing that. Um, but the, uh, kind of decorative etchings. Yeah. And carve them into little people impersonating dead souls. When they, when they got to America, pumpkins were everywhere. Yeah. And pumpkins 
were a whole lot easier to carve. They're dude. remarkably easy to carve. Yeah, they were so much easier Just to carve. Stick a knife in there, mm-hmm. maybe a spoon. You're golden. Yep. And that's that's kind of how we got the the pumpkins into our American celebration of of Halloween. The it, Jack O Lantern. Yeah, it came from those filthy Irish. Yeah, well, Jesus. Well, well, I guess you're Irish. I'm Irish. Okay. I'm allowed to like... say that. I'm allowed to say that. No one else can say that. If you say that, I'll, I'll smack you in the mouth. Uh, I was like, Jesus, dude, that's dark. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so, but I guess that like, oh, Jack O'Lantern, like, uh, like Jack O'Malley or Jack O, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like. Oh, Pat- saints preserve us. Paddy O'Lantern. Paddy O'Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a good interesting fact. Well, here's another interesting fact. You know I love to bring the thunder with these facts. Yeah, you like to bring a lot of way facts. Way more than you should. But I think the people are here, they're on my side. Uh, they like these facts. Um, just going to fire. Dustin, Dustin. We're going to fire Dustin, a few of these off. You, Dustin, the audience does like you more than me. <laughs> the pumpkin flowers are edible. The never, flowers never seen a on a pumpkin vine are edible. The largest pumpkin pie that was ever made was over five feet in diameter and weighed over 350 pounds. Did you know that? Have you heard about that? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Hey, pumpkins are 90% water. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Native Americans flattened strips of pumpkin, dried them, and made mats. Mm -hmm. They would actually use them to sleep on. Okay. You feel good? Did you know pumpkins were once recommended for removing freckles? Why would you want to get rid of freckles? Some people thought they were devil kisses. They're angel kisses. They anyway. should, yeah, they are angel kisses. With the internet and the advent of new technology, you can find out that freckles are angel kisses. They're not devil bites or vampire bites. The freckles, they just, they, they just are. Freckles are. They have been. They always will be. Ryan, I know your first tattoo that you will get because you don't have tattoos will be of a freckle. Yeah, eventually one day I will get a freckle tattoo. That's true. Yep. You got any more? Uh, you done? Are you done? You got any more pumpkin facts? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm done. Oh, hey, Ryan, let me throw it to you. What's your interesting fact? So I was looking at cannibal uh, facts um, and like everybody knows about the Donner party, like those people like they're I guess they're on the Oregon Trail or something like that. And they got yeah. stuck in the winter. They were on their way. And apparently somebody told them like, oh, just go this way. It'll cut off X amount of miles off your trip. And they also had left too late in the season. So the way that they were going, I think, accurately would have been a shorter trip wow. during the summer. But they left too late. They got caught up in the mountains. Yeah, and I think what, like seven of them survived. I don't know. A lot of the a lot of the kids died, or a lot of the kids survived. Yeah, and I everybody knows there was a little bit of cannibalism in that, and it goes back to this idea that like cannibalism is somehow this crazy taboo thing that we just like don't talk about. Define a little bit of cannibalism. Like well, you're kind of like minimizing the fact that they ate each other. They and some were murdered th- to be eaten. I think, yeah, that's true. But in the story, they, like, first they were boiling animal bones and trying to eat animal bones. Then they, like, killed their pet dog. No, they and definitely tried to, tried to not tried eat to eat people. their dog, and they tried to eat leather. It's not like they were actively uh, trying to eat people. And there are some cultures that do actively try to eat people, but they often eat the dead. 
or there it used to be a thing like in Papua New Guinea they'd eat their enemies no in Papua New Guinea uh, it was common to eat like your ancestors oh, um, so they always are with you yeah but there's a danger with eating people especially if you eat the brain oh mad cow disease essentially yeah humans can develop the same kind of mad cow disease so it's there's some reasons not to do it in New Guinea they've kind of found that um by eating their ancestors, some people get like it's called like fafi or something like that. It's kind of like a mad cow disease, and it'll kill you. Um, but some people actually become immune to it and become immune to like more like jungle diseases. Oh. So it it might have some sort of cultural thing, but we don't really know about it because the folks in Papua New Guinea kind of stopped that practice in the fifties. They're just mores and social social yeah. social system has kind of changed. Taboos caught up. Yeah, the taboos caught up with them. Um, yeah, they learn more about the outside world and kind of, st- and I think, you know, even an isolated culture, mores change. Yeah. You know, things, cu- cultures don't stay the same forever. Uh, but the thing, so we all kind of know these stories, but what I didn't know was that in Germany in the 1600s to like the 1800s for a couple hundred years in Germany, um, executioner was a real job. Yeah. It was a, it was, it was a respected job. Um, actually, no, I think it was a job for a drunk. It was, wasn't it the job for the, the town drunk? There is a lot of dispersion. There are a lot of dispersions cast on your town's executioner because you, at the same time that the town like wants to kill criminals and burn witches or whatever they want to do, the town also thinks it's terrible to kill people and it's a sin. Yeah. So you're going to go to hell for killing people. So it becomes this interesting family job in a lot of oh. like medieval and like is that even, how like people got into the funeral home business. They shifted from being executioners to mortuaries. Mortuary. Yeah, I mean, I imagine people, people always needed buried or, or bodies needed to dispose undertakers. of. Undertakers. Yeah. So I imagine that job always existed, but they they might be related in some ways. Uh, whereas these these folks would make good livings, but be socially outcast. Mm. And so you had it was just like a. It was a deal you had to make, you know. You didn't feel like being a farmer. In twenty twenty dollars, do you know how much an executioner would make today? Mm-hmm. Nice. How much? Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I imagine it to be thirty five thousand dollars, similar to a someone who would get paid to kill prisoners in modern America, which I imagine it would probably be forty five grand top. No, I imagine it'd be like sixty seventy grand. No way. I think it was a great working class job. Is what it was. There were a lot more executions back then than there are now. Yeah, but also so most people like were price farmers. Price per execution. But you got to you got to imagine shit. how society is set up where this is basically a way to not be a farmer. Yeah, you stole this my horse, huge, you are dead. Yeah, that happened all the time. This is one of the horse few thieves. jobs you can get in town without being from one of the grand families. Right. Yeah. You right. just got to have the balls, maybe the lack of empathy to be like. <gasps> I'll be your executioner, you your also, town executioner. Pay me also, in mead. No, because an executioner... Now, th- we're way off topic, but an executioner would get paid more money for clean executions because it's not in the city's interest, in most cases, to have the executions be heinous. In Germany, since we're talking specifically about Germany, we don't want heinous murders. Not, yeah. not until 1940s. So, yeah. The, most people don't want heinous executions they want them to be clean because it 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 imparts so if were they if, hang people? if the court is passing no they're cutting off their heads they were they're, still cutting off yeah, heads. they're stabbing them in the heart there, a lot of different ways you could kill somebody yeah you might hang people that was definitely a thing that would happen 
cutting off heads was still pretty popular, I think. It's not clean. Um, it's not the cleanest, but, but so where are we? Where am I? But you would want clean executions because it implies that the government, the courts that are handing down these executions, is impartial. And that it's not here right. just to be, yeah, we, we're on God's side. This is God's will. So tell me how the royalty and God and the executioners got into the business of cannibalism in Germany. Okay. So it was a side job for executioners. Oh, my God. Are you saying cannibalism was a side hustle for the executioners? In a special certain way. So it was thought at the time that um, body parts, basically leftover human remains, were used as medicine. Dead man's toe. Dead yeah. men's toe, dead men's toe. So let's let's get this person's uh, like often like they would render fat from yeah. dead people. The fat and, like, of a hanged man. Yeah, and use it as uh, like a cure for broken bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they would grind up a skull and use it as make a, soap from the fat of a oh, dead man. Yeah, and it was really good for allergies. <laughs> so it was bad science, mm. but it's what people did, and the the executioner would make money, kind of uh, like a butcher cleaning up the the people they killed and selling their bits off. So after they're killed, if they don't have a family to go to, then they could be chopped up or does it matter? Like if you're if you are executed your property of the state and you're gonna be used in these extra side hustles. So that depends on time and place. Because this uh, this happened over two hundred yeah, years throughout Germany. Uh-huh, yeah. Um it depends on the heinousness of your crime. Right, the yeah. the severity of your conviction. So Hansel and Gretel, when they kill that old woman yeah. in the woods, when they kill the old woman in the woods, if the Hansel and Gretel would say they were eighteen and they were not little children, would they be killed for their crimes? Because that's pretty heinous to put a old lady in the oven. Yeah, but there's a lot of evidence that she was a witch. Ah, okay. You say witch, I think. From like our modern lens, be like, that's a groovy chick. It's like a she groovy, had a house made out of lady. food. Yeah, in the forest. How crafty. how is she keeping the rats out? How crafty, you know? Maybe that's the trick. You bring yeah, Amy Poehler should have her on her show and be like, fuck yeah, we're dude. having him house made out of food challenge. But it's like you have the so house made eat, out of food, so you can eat children. Is that the premise? She builds a house made out of food so that she can lure children in and then eat them. What if she was luring sound familiar? Q and on what if <laughs> sound familiar? Sounds exactly what these fat cats in Washington are doing. Hey, pump the brakes, <laughs> pump the brakes. Let's not Isn't get that this. What they think. Um. That might be a challenge for a future a QAnon after, challenge. After maybe next year when we can like <laughs> when look all this backwards. Down, yeah, we'll do we it. We can laugh about we our can, crazy aunts or something. Yeah, not mine. My, my aunts don't. But there shit. are fucking people running Your aunts for Congress that are pushing QAnon agendas. There's a woman who's getting elected in here in Georgia. Not she, elected. She is going to be elected. You think so? Uh, she's most. She's like by far and away going to be win her her seat. Oh my goodness. Yeah, for the United so, States Congress. Maybe, maybe later. Let's let's get a little <laughs> bit of distance from. It ain't different than Hansel and Gretel, brother. <laughs> Same damn story. Gingerbread and pizza. You tell me the <laughs> you difference. You tell me the difference. <laughs> you show me the you goddamn bake them difference. Both. You bake them both. Your pepperonis are my gumdrops. I'm gonna tell you something, brother. There ain't no different. Hey, let's get into the chat. Ah, let's do it. Yeah. 
I hope you can hear the thunder out there, ladies and gentlemen. It is raining here in Atlanta, 4.53 in the p.m., and we just hope that you're enjoying your drive home right now, and it's not too spooky. So uh, don't touch your dial. We're going to talk about our challenge, right? Now, Ryan, you put a pumpkin on your head. Dustin, you also put a pumpkin on your head. We put pumpkins on our heads. So this week's challenge was just a thing that came into my dumb head. Uh, I don't know what's been going on. I've been real busy at work. My new job starting off selling houses. And I'm just, I used to have more space for kind of kooky creativity in my life. I think waiting tables, there was a lot more downtime kind of in my day. Uh, and, And for some reason, we were getting drunk, I think going out in the graveyard and, and you were like what's next week's challenge i was like oh, i got it we gotta we gotta, we gotta cut a hole in a pumpkin and put our heads in it and then uh eat uh pumpkin pie pumpkin pie and drink pumpkin spice lattes um so we pulled that off we did yeah we um you came to town today yeah we went to kroger yeah we bought a couple pumpkins two we bought pumpkin pie one we bought uh whipped cream yeah we bought Pumpkins, uh, what is it? Is Starbucks brand pumpkin spice latte creamer? Mm-hmm. But you, you, uh, you didn't buy uh, pumpkin spiced whipped cream. That's just ludicrous. That's way too much. I didn't see it. That don't they have that? I don't think so. Okay, thank God. We, we want y'all to know we got that ready whip, that classic ready whip in the in the red can. And um, you know, sometimes if you want to have a really good time, you put your mouth on the nozzle. And you barely push the nozzle, and like when the air starts coming uh-huh. out, you suck on it, uh-huh. and it's a really good time. I've never done that. Yeah, that's a that's a sorry, that's a movie quote from Night at the Roxbury. Have you done it though? Um, Whip yeah, it. Yeah, I remember trying to do it. I don't. Whip I, it. Nothing worked. I don't think it. I don't think it works anymore. I think they changed it. Good for them. Ooh, we we're getting really scared right out us. here. There's light. Really spooky. So we, we might lose. We the come report. home. And what do we do? We cut holes in the bottom of the pumpkins. Yeah, uh, we did a reverse jack o' lantern. We, we, like, we made a TikTok. There's we, a TikTok. You guys can see the TikTok. We entered from the bottom. Go in from the bottom. We cut some. Uh, I cut an eye slit and a kind of a mouth. Yeah, I want to. I want to ask you. About, well, I guess we'll get that in the review. But yeah, so we we cut our own respective pumpkins. We made our pumpkin heads. Rosie ate some pumpkin while we did it. She seemed to enjoy it. Your dog enjoyed the pumpkins. And Your we, dog did not eat the pumpkin. No. Ladybird was above it. Yep. Um, but, dude, job well done. Mission accomplished. Yeah, we did it. How hard is it to put your head inside of a pumpkin? It's surprisingly difficult. It's a Take little hard. Time. A little hard. Yeah, it's not it takes just... a financial investment and a time investment, and like you, there's some engineering yeah. involved. You would think, oh, I just got a hole in here. Yeah. Hole's not big enough. Let me tell you that much right now. You're good. You're Whatever cutting. hole you shot for first, it's too small. <laughs> Your head's bigger than that, big guy. Also, this pumpkin, not big enough. Your head's bigger than the pumpkin. How can how can you gauge how big your head is when you're, when you're looking at these pumpkins? You're like that pumpkin's way bigger than my head. I'll be fine. Yeah, not true. Not you got to get true. a big pumpkin. I got you a big pumpkin. I got myself too small of a pumpkin. What were you were you thinking that? Oh, Dustin's head is bigger. He needs a bigger pumpkin. No, you kind of took my pumpkin. Oh shit! I just grabbed your pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't say anything. It's fine. Oh, because I was like, Dustin probably has a smaller head than me. Oh, uh, 
I don't know if you do. I'm looking at your head right now. It kind of looks the same. Kind of looks the same as my head. I know I wear like an XL hat. Like on a snapback I, hat. I use a large. On a snapback hat. Maybe you have a bigger head than me. When I wear a snapback, I'm like on the last three dots. My knowledge of my head comes from childhood where um, baseball. I played baseball as a little guy. And you. Whoa. My goal was to get. You took your childhood perspective of your head and used that. As well, your jack-o'-lantern So I'm playing estimate. baseball, and my goal was always to get dirty. I hated baseball, but I liked sliding around in the dirt. Okay, all right. And there was just a common thing I remember at standing in the laundry room and my mom trying to yank my jersey off the top of my head. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it was the jersey, because the jersey often, often had buttons at Two the Two or collar. three buttons, yeah. But there must have been some shirt I was wearing underneath that. Maybe I was wearing a turtleneck. Ooh, maybe you were in the... the the three-quarter length sleeve. The yeah, sleeve. the baseball shirt. So the I probably had a baseball shirt. shirt on. Hey, let's bring back baseball shirts. I wore them in high school. I did too. So my mom, I just have all these memories of my mom trying to yank shirts off of my head, and my head just being too big, couldn't get through the hole. Yeah. Take five, six yanks sometimes. And you... So I must have a big head. I mean, looking <laughs> at... That's what I... Hey, man, what am I supposed to tell you? You got a giant head over here. Looking at you, bald head, you know, I'd think you'd be able to go into the pumpkin pretty slippery dickery dock. Yeah, I should have lubed up. But uh, my head went in fine into my pumpkin, but I had a, a pumpkin that was perfect size for me. Good size pumpkin. And I think uh, if I took your pumpkin, I'm sorry. It's fine. There are our pumpkins, buddy. Okay, cool. Um, Is there any more to cover here? Whoa, Ooh, that's some thunder and lightning, baby. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, you picked this episode. This is the pumpkin cannibal challenge. Really, we did what we set our mind to. Mm-hmm. Put our head inside of a pumpkin, then eat pumpkin-flavored things. Mm-hmm. Silly, simple, brilliant. Yeah, I think, well, that's a, I'm getting towards a review here. Yeah, yeah, I think you should take a bow. Thank you. And... um. Let's review it. It was a good idea. Somebody I, had to have one. Yeah. These ideas just don't fall off trees. Mm-mm. Sometimes they grow on the vine on the on the ground level. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes you know you think, "Oh, I got to mine into this this idea mountain and I got to pull out a perfect gem of an idea." But hey, guess what? Guess what? look down there on the ground. There by your feet. What's that? Oh, is that a piece of quartz or styrofoam? I don't know. I don't know. It's good enough. Good enough. Let's go with it. All right, let's review this thing. Yeah, baby. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and thus no two scales are alike. The responsibility, the, just the sheer weight of this thing falls to one man. One man only can carry this burden. Mr. Dustin Graham, what is our scale? I'm going to carry that weight a long time. Um, Our scale. Boy. You're going to carry that weight. Carry that weight a long time. The idea behind this challenge was so unique I had to come up with a equally unique challenge or review scale for this every year over 200 and 365,000 
Wait, wait, say that number again. I don't think you know how numbers work. 200. That's... Wait, That's 200,350... You know how people say like 2,500? Yeah, but it doesn't work with hundreds of thousands. It should. (laughs) Okay. Okay, what is the number? (laughs) 2,500,000. That's (laughs) 2,500... All right, hang on. Here we go. No, this is our... I'm going to leave this in. What is the number? Twenty-five hundred thousand. Okay, that's two million five hundred thousand. <laughs> right? Twenty-five hundred thousand yeah. is yeah, two I million guess. five hundred thousand. I guess that's what it is. That's a cool number. <laughs> On a scale of zero to one hundred pumpkin seeds. <laughs> wait, <does> it, wait. <laughs> what does that number mean? No, I just. Uh, I'm, what is the uh, two and I'm, a half million number? I'm abandoning that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. All right. That unique scale uh-huh. that I thought of. Gone. Gone. A solid zero to 100 <laughs> pumpkin seeds scale. Well, okay. No. I'm happy to do the zero I'm to 100 pumpkin to, seeds. I'm happy to. I would like cut you to do ex- out. <laughs> no, I would like you to explain the first number. Please. I was going to make up some random big number about how many pumpkin spice lattes are sold in America by Starbucks every October. But now that I think about it, that number should be a whole yeah, lot be bigger. Way, higher. It's probably way like 10 bigger. No, there's like 350 million people in this country. Uh-huh. There are 30 days. I bet there's. At well, not least everybody is going to Starbucks. But not, a lot, but a lot of one fuckers are going to Starbucks. Maybe one in 10. Okay. So that's, that's like 300 30 million. That's like 3 million 1 in 10. That's like 30 million people. That's like 35 million people. 1 in 10. Mhm. And there and are 30 days. There are 30 one days. In 10, 1 in 10 of those. There are 30 days. Is going to get a PSL. So it's like a billion lattes. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So on a scale of 0 to 100 pumpkin seeds, 100 pumpkin seeds. No, I want to go back. To the lattes from a scale from zero to 100 billion lattes. Okay. Pumpkin spice? Yeah. Okay. Zero to 100 billion. billion. Shit. Okay. Um, how do I pick this number here? One th- 1,100 million. <laughs> yeah, 1,100 million. <laughs> That's right. So on a scale of zero to 1,100 million. Yep. Um, so that's 100 billion? That's 1 billion, 100 million. Right, eleven hundred million. Okay, so one billion is as high as I can go. One one billion. One point one billion. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this challenge the pumpkin cannibal challenge is gonna get. Ah, shoot, eight hundred thousand hundred. Oh, nice. And sixty four. Um, thousand. Nice. So we're like in the eight hundred million range. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Eight hundred and sixty-four million. I think. Sweet. Yeah. So you're like in the eighties, the eighty percentile, somewhere around there. Yeah. Where are you? I'm like around fifty-five hundred thousand. Oh, right in the middle. Yeah. If I said it right. I think you did. I okay. want, I'm like so in let, the fifties to fifty-five okay. percent. I kind of, 50%. I semi agree with you because it's like it's not particularly fun to have a pumpkin on your head. Sticking your head in a pumpkin is not 
the most pleasant experience. It's a ooey um, gooey and kind of heavy and hard. Hey, and did we didn't even talk about it? Is your neck okay? Like I feel like I had hurt my neck before. Like did this? this do you happened. feel like your neck injury has like took out some of the enjoyment of this? Because I was kind of being a baby. Because listening to you be a baby took out some of my enjoyment from the challenge. Yeah, I was being a baby. Kind of everything kind of hurt. My neck kind of hurts. I don't know. I'm sorry about being a baby. I was kind of being a grump. But now I've had a couple beers and I'm much I'm in better spirits, man. Good. You know? Uh I and also eating the pumpkin pie was pretty good. It's my favorite pie. Yeah. I'm a pumpkin pie man through and through. Having the whipped cream on it was a uh was pretty nice. It's good. Yeah, you need yeah. that cream, I think. Yeah. Uh, vanilla ice cream is fine, but just the whipped cream is is great. Cool whip, whatever mm-hmm. you got. So I really like that. The pumpkin spice latte, I just took a couple sips of. I'm not drinking coffee at four in the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. But like uh it tasted fine. It was pretty good. Yeah, I think I might have put a little too much cream in them, but we gotta pumpkin it up. Yeah, it's pumpkin spice cannibal challenge. Um yeah, I'm sticking with my number though, like mid eighties, be just cause like it, it was I'm sorry I was a baby, but it was fun hanging out. Yeah, it was definitely fun hanging out. It's always fun hanging out with you. Like there's automatic points for when we get to do these challenges together like built into it the 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 challenge for me was the length of time it took to get here like well, and you've got to get home oh yeah well you're not even well, done i'm yet. not even saying like length of time just to drive here i'm talking about like oh the, our delays the three weeks. like yeah like the just like all that kind of sucks leading into this challenge is like all right well we wasted all this time just to put pumpkins on our heads Let's have fun with it well, at I, least. And like I feel like we we did have fun. We had fun. Carving the pumpkins was fun. I actually did a a, jack, a actual jack-o-lantern face. You're you I feel like you wanted to brute force through before you got your two beers. It seemed like you just wanted to brute force your way through the challenge. Like you were ripping that pumpkin to just make it fit your head. Like you you had an opportunity to take your time and you're just like Fuck this pumpkin. How can I get my head into this pumpkin as easy as possible? And you just destroyed your pumpkin. Um, that is how I am with crafts. <laughs> okay. I just don't like crafting okay. so much. We've covered it. But, like, I don't, I don't like carving pumpkins. If you've carved pumpkins with me before, if you're one of the, you know, ten listeners who's ever had the experience <laughs> of carving pumpkins with me in the past, I will cut a triangle nose, two triangle <laughs> eyes, and a line for a mouth. And I'll be like, carve my pumpkin. And I, I, I like put my pocket knife back in my pocket. And I like go get a beer and watch TV. Cause I'm, I'm going like, inside. I'm or like, I'm, I'm here to hang out, but like, I don't, <laughs> that is how I am with crafts, man. Okay. And you, but you at the same time, like you kind of looked at your pumpkin there for a minute. I was already stabbing it, but you would like <laughs> looked at it. You got a You got a different knife and you're like, this knife is really good for it. And like, and you're like, use this knife. And I was like, no, I got a knife. I got a knife in my pocket. I'm fine. And like you, you really focused on your pumpkin and like you like drew a little thing. Drew a little face You like on it. mapped it out. And I was like, I'm just going to cut a line for where my eyes go so I can see. You were doing a real Jordy LaForge. Yeah. It was like a, Jack. I liked that. I liked that you saw that too. I was like, that was what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Jordy LaForge. LeVar Burton. He was the most under, he was, he was the most underutilized actor or character on the next generation you know yeah and i just i so we uh you did a good job i did a bad job but like guess what we both did it 
We both succeeded. That, the the challenge to me was not like carve a nice jack o' lantern. No, put your head in a pumpkin. It was put your head in a pumpkin. Put your head in a goddamn pumpkin. Yeah, and I put my head in there first. No, actually, you might have put no because you got your hole right first. So you actually got I your cut head a in. big enough hole for my big. Dustin head. wins again. All right, time to pick next week's challenge. Oh, pumpkin head challenge over. New challenge coming at you. New challenge. New challenge alert. Dustin, this was my challenge. Um, we got a big week coming up. It is going to be a big week. Uh, this episode is coming out Tuesday. Yeah. The following Tuesday is election day. Yay, the general election. Yay, it's finally here. Yay. We're there. It's uh, we've already. I've already voted. I've already voted as well. And I was thinking about this challenge long and hard. Leading into this, um, you know, uh, this is going to release, like we said, on Election Day. So we're out of Spooky-tober, Spooktober. And um, I think since... Kind of disappointing Spooktober. We only got two. Yeah. It's only two Spooktobers. Pretty, and we're trying, we're shooting for pretty four. Pretty weak. Pretty weak. But, you know, sometimes life is scarier than the actual skeletons in our stories. So the challenge is to practice a meditation routine to start some type of meditation during this last week leading up to what some might be calling like the most stressful, like we're reaching the a boiling point of like stress and like neurosis and all sorts of static coming through the TV and our mailbox and social media and just like this buzz about election hype. How can we, remove ourselves how from we, that how can we turn the volume down how do we turn the volume down to the outside world and turn up the volume on the inside world and start to notice ourselves and realize maybe we are working ourselves up a little too much maybe we're we think we're a little more important than we actually are who knows but we're going to practice some meditation Try to calm ourselves down, get some insights. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to do your meditation, just like. Well, we all know there's only one right way to do meditation. All right. How how do you how is that? Man, there's an American meditation, and if you're coming here with your Chinese meditation, <laughs> I swear to God, your communist Chinese meditation, brother. I'm doing a made in America meditation, Henry David Thoreau on Walden Pond, Transcendental Baby. Oh, wait. Henry David Thoreau was the innovator of transcendental meditation? Well, no, it's just trans... Because that's what I want Transcendentalism, to I believe, was sort of an American literary movement. Oh. Uh, now, it gets a little complicated because I think, like, Leo Tolstoy is considered a transcendental thinker, like mm. the famous Russian author. Well, remember I was telling you about that shitty Beatles documentary? Mm-hmm. That was the transcendental meditation. Transcendental, I think, just documentary is like the belief that God is in everything, huh? In all things, see God in everything. We're gonna have to research this more. 
Yeah, we are. I'm just talking out my ass. We're we're gonna find out more and bring the facts to you. You can tell that I have a little bit of information, but it's like old and scattered. Scattered. (laughs) So, so so if you're reading War and Peace, and (laughs) and and then uh, then I think Yoko Ono comes in on 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 a B-52 bomber, (laughs) and she's she's screaming, she's screaming, uh, no war, no peace. And I stay in bed, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Meditation challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's the meditation Quiet challenge. Quiet the rednecks in your brain this week, Ryan. The parliament that speaks to you. Oh, bully. But yeah, the uh, meditation challenges go for next week. So uh, let this ukulele music just kind of relax you into um, your happy place. If you're if you're sitting down, stay seated. Close your eyes. Take off your shoes. Take your socks off. It's dig, a lot of breath counting. Dig your, dig your toes into the carpet and just take a deep breath. Hold it and let it out slow. I already feel better just doing that. That one little breath and hold, you know. Uh, you can breathe in now, Ryan. Still out, out forever. Always you can breathe. Out. You can breathe in. If you only breathe out, you're not gonna. You're not gonna feel too good. Always out. Always out. Been breathing out since day one, brother. Always out, never that never in. So hit us up on Instagram at Do It or Else Pod. You can reach us. Yeah, well, let's post the video there, not TikTok, because TikTok, whatever. We can post on TikTok, but let's post our little pumpkin spice cannibal challenge. There. Yeah, on Reels. Let's try Reels. Ooh, check us out on Reels. Yeah, yeah. Do It or Else Pod uh, Instagram. That's kind of where we're at. We made a Facebook thing. Um, I'm off Facebook. I'm off all social media for a while. Uh, Ryan's been at the helm of the social media. And uh, it is platform. going poorly. And The ship um, is sinking. <laughs> <laughs> the ship is sinking. Don't interrupt the captain. He's meditating. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that like the ship is sinking and we'll just be like, oh, my. But that's good. That's good. Yeah, the vibrations will, sounds, will keep the water that out. That sounds right. Don't do anything. It's a good plan. Let's just try it for once. Delete your podcast. Delete your delete your podcast. Oh, that's a that's a Hillary Clinton thing, dude. What? Delete your Twitter. She said she told Donald Trump during the campaign last time. She's like, delete your Twitter, and it was like, oh, sick burn. Hmm. But, but was that like before he was the primary? Candidate, boy, you're gonna carry that weight, carry that weight a long time. And as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. Boy, you gotta carry that weight, carry that weight.